Welcome to episode 29 of the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. Back again for another month. Uh, Anyway, let's stop the rambling, get straight in the episode. Episode 29 of the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, all the other podcast suppliers, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Follow us there and here we go. Welcome everybody to the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. I am Rodney E. I am the Chris Paul of podcast. Being that, I am the point god of pod. And we're back again. I've got the boys here, the OGs. OGs are back with me again. Matt, how you going, bro? Good, thanks, Rod. Uh, Yeah, pretty good, mate. (laughs) We've got a lot of good basketball to talk about and some shit basketball as well. Oh, my God. But uh, no shortage it, of drama in the fucking basketball. World. There's always something. But uh, glad to be here, mate. Good stuff. And uh, Frank, the Oracle. How you doing, boys? Just coming off a fresh Blumpkin, I believe, mate. Oh, fucking can't keep anything secret. Why would you want to keep that a secret? I'd be. No, well, well, I was fucking boasting about it, wasn't I? So it's not really a secret. You, you did invite that. Yeah, you really did. So yeah. it's done now. Everyone knows. I think they knew before, though. So. It's really nothing. Yeah. What's going on, man? How are you? All right. Yeah, just fucking uh, getting ready for the playoffs and shit. We're getting to that pointy end of the season. That's it. Yeah. And uh, just on that, I, I'll just take this opportunity to say, to apologize a little bit to our audience. You know, we haven't been as regular this year as as I would have liked. I'm sure all of us um, would have liked to have done more episodes to this point, but you know, it is. Sounds like it is. Frank's pretty regular with all those blumpkins. He's fucking got to be. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> fairly regular, right? I'm pretty sure I know what's getting in the way, Matt. It's uh, you know. Yeah, she's hey, going by the balls, really. In hey, in all seriousness, uh, Frank, a question without notice: How much? How many hours or minutes? Or how much basketball are you watching a week? Are you talking about now or what? I, what average? No, now, now. Look, like an average of, of the past year or so. How much? How many hours of basketball In the a last week? 12, 12 yeah. months, yeah. I don't know. I probably, I'll probably reckon about two full games a week. Two full yeah. games a week? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. On average. So, you know, I could be watching, you know, maybe nine, ten games, but, you know, just bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely yeah. keeping track of more games than that, and I'm watching all the Celtics games. Um, but I probably watch more, way more games than that. I probably would get through about at least four or five different games. Okay, yeah. Sorry, just uh, I was just interested. That's just for my own. Uh, what about you, Matt? You can reveal. What do you reckon? Well, I, I reckon I haven't watched a full NBA game this whole season. <laughs> I. That's, yeah, this, that's been pretty obvious from how you've spoken about the NBA this yeah, year. Anyway. I'm not, I haven't enjoyed the, the game style or the way it, the NBA has sort of dictated that it be refereed as well. Exactly. I've, yeah. I've, I watched when the NBL was on, I was watching basically every game. But um, Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. We're going to get into the NBL finals too. We're yeah. going to talk yeah. about that later in the episode here. Let's just get straight into the opening tip, shall we? Some of the news that's been going around the NBA. So let's just talk about Jaron Morant. I mean, 
the guy apologised. I, I I don't know whether you guys bothered watching any of that, but thoughts, opinions. What he's back playing now, pretty much regular minutes. Yeah, it's all being swept under the rug. It's pretty stupid what he did. Yeah, I just hope that he can get away from if that was what recreational activities he was doing. I just hope that basketball aside, just fucking not doing that would be good. You know what I mean? It, it made me think back to like late 90s, early 2000s when AI came into the league and he sort of brought a whole bunch of dudes with him and they all just, none of them followed the rules and they all just broke the rules all the time. I don't think there was ever anything by the league. They never really came down on on that, on Allen Iverson that much for anything. Well, I think they changed the rules for attire on the sidelines. They they did that, I think, on account of... They just recently lifted it, I think, so you don't have to wear a suit on the on the sidelines anymore. I remember one incident with Alan Iverson where I think he was in a car and someone had smoked a joint. Yeah. But I, I mean, don't think he got suspended or anything for that, not from memory anyway. I don't think he no. was suspended. He might have got fined or something like that. The whole thing reminded me of Gilbert Arenas. And how he fucking uh, pissed his whole career away, basically. A guy who was a tremendous talent and one of the most fun sort of personalities and players in the league. I don't know if you remember, I can't remember what All-Star game it was where he just ran out of the timeout at an All-Star game and joined the line for the trampoline dunkers and just fucking jumped off the trampoline during a... (laughs) during a timeout and, and dunked it I and stuff. I did not know that. I didn't know that. I'm sure that would be on YouTube somewhere. But he was just that sort of fun player and then the guns and the gambling in yeah. the locker room and stuff just fucking totally oh. fucking fucked his career. And I was like, that it'd was be a huge shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It'd be a huge, like, this is this is probably bigger than that because Jar is actually next guy up when it comes to being the face of the league. Higher in profile, I would say, than Arenas. So there's probably more outside pressure on him to set an example for the kids, Jar. You can't be pulling guns out of your pants at nightclubs and stuff and waving them around in the air. The kids are watching. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of questions. It raises a lot of questions and it makes the microscope go on you because he's at a strip club at, what was it, three in the morning or whatever with a gun dancing around on Instagram live with a gun. It makes you really, from all accounts, his family is a, isn't, they're a pretty well off family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. now the Grizzlies as well have said that, uh, you know, any away games that the as soon as the game finishes, they're on to the next flight, to the next city. So they're not allowing that stay over. So, you know, they can right. go out and fucking Not giving him the want. opportunity to go out and, and get himself in trouble again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, from all report, reports, he's, he was serious about sort of correcting it. Yeah, he apologised to And everyone. he apologised, yeah, and so I he's guess we'll know. The right thing in that regard. Yeah. And he's copped the suspension and everything, and now he's. The big fucking eight-game suspension. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think it was enough, Frank? Fuck no. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was either, but. What's appropriate punishment in your view, Frank? Uh, I would have said probably the rest of the regular season. Yeah. At least. At least, yeah. 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 I think you might be right. I think he should have been outed for the season. What about this angle? Do you think it was any sort of deliberate attempt by him or people in his the people that that manage him and and look after him to do that on purpose to dirty him up a little bit because he was looking too clean and claiming he was gangster and everything and then this happens. I just think that's a bit of a coincidence. <laughs> that's too. a high risk manoeuvre. That's a fucking that very big, high that's, risk. That's a fucking huge roll of the <laughs> dice there. Nah, man, fuck. Yeah, you're right. I, I reckon it's fucking. It's, it's a long had shot. to do had to do with the crew he hangs out with. Like you know, he's still sort of fairly young into the league and all that. So he he's got to blame he, that too. He did sort of bring that up in his apology that he's going to choose 
friends better and things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So a few people out to dry without naming him. And he's going to be that fucking, as Matt said, he's up and coming sort of face of the fucking NBA coming up soon. He, he's got to fucking clean up his shit. He's a top 20 player already, possibly top 10. For sure. I'd, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd say he's top 10. And he lost he, he, the, the amount of money he lost from this too. It yeah. would be a massive way, like the, the Nike shoe that got cancelled, the fucking energy drink that he was going to have or whatever as well. I mean, the yeah, thing that's, is that's him, all gone. In time, people will forget and you'll get a chance to recoup all that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if he, if he like straightens up, you know what I mean? So Unless we'll know in a, in a year. In a year's time, that's when we'll know. Do you think it derails the Grizzlies for this season? They've still got a pretty good record. Yeah, no, I think it all. Yeah, like I said before, it raises a lot of raises a lot of questions because how dedicated are you to winning when uh, you're out at nightclubs and all that sort of thing? I, I, I'm like, yeah, it does kind of derail their season a bit. That and the injury to um, Adams and the other guy. Sorry, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but um, the power forward guy uh, who was out for the. No, 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 no. The the, the yeah, Jackson's there, but the, the, he's like a power forward guy. I think he did his uh, had a leg injury and he's out for the whole year now. So yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember too. Yeah, I can't remember his name. He's a great player. He reminded me of Otis Thorpe as a bit of a throwback reference there. But he's OG. a yeah, he's a, he was a great player, and I think that is also hugely damaging. They're a bit banged up in the middle. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a good player, but don't know whether he can get him through. A whole series against, uh, you know, possibly who are they possibly playing? Maybe who's, who's behind him? Like, you know what I mean? Who's, who's the guy when he he can't he can't play all game? He's got to have a backup, and I don't think yeah. they've really got a good backup. Anyway, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Exactly, because they're still placed pretty high in the West and positioned pretty well. If they can finish the season with a few wins, then yeah, who knows? But you know, it, it was good Turned to see all around very quickly. It's good to see Adam come out and fucking just basically say, you know, we need to get our shit together. Just for the whole Jar Morant, fucking Dylan Brooks, like, you know, they've gone from, you know, you want to see him win to like, oh, these young guys are just fucking. Well, yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't want to see Dylan Brooks win. He's the one. He's the most un, one of the most unlikable dudes in the NBA. Yeah, he sure. He, you're right. You're right. But he's all depends on your perspective. If he plays for your team, you love him because he oh, brings yeah. that grittiness, that dirtiness. He he does you know, a lot that, of good for that team. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're on the opposition, you hate him. Easy, easy reasons to hate him, right? Yeah, very you know, extremely easy reasons. But uh, some people's negatives are another person's positives. That's true. But, yeah, yeah. I think you need a guy like that if you're serious about winning playoff basketball. A tough guy who's not afraid of uh, physical contact and <laughs> fouling the shit out of someone when you need to. <laughs> yeah, it's always comforting to know there's that guy out there who's willing to just take a hard foul and you know possibly injure one of the other players on the opposite. Yeah, like if you're Jar Morant, he's like your like almost like your bodyguard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He would feel very comfortable. With Stephen Adams spooning him, I reckon. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Who wouldn't? I was waiting for it. I don't know whether you guys saw this, but it was um, it was during a game between Houston and the Warriors not too long ago. And Tari Eason, I think he's a rookie, got out on the break. Clay tried to get in front of him. And from the video footage, it looks like Eason's given Clay Thompson a slap over the back of the head and then rose up and dunked a basketball. You see that? Well, I only just recently saw it. I didn't even – I saw it just before when I saw it on the running sheet. Nothing I looked has at made the video. More, more this season than that play. 
<laughs> I don't think I, he did it intentionally. I, that's well, that's why I was going to just say, and it was because I'm wrestling in my head. Did he mean to do that? Like, is that a deliberate act, or Jeez, that somehow it's just appeared like that by? Pure fluke. No, I, I honestly th- don't think he meant you don't to do think it. He meant it. No? no, I think he was sort of in a Euro step type motion where with gathering sort of his. Yeah, they they always fling their off arm out. Yeah, in the NBA too. So quite possible he, he didn't mean it at all. But funny though, pretty funny. Um, if if you slow it down, especially it it looks hilarious the way the way Clay goes down after it. Shout out to you, Clay Thompson, who's you know having a pretty awful season, bar a few games. I don't like the Warriors anyway. Yeah, I go for the Celtics anyway. Um, and just the last thing here, yeah, Luka Doncic. Now he's he's made a um a money gesture to the refs and been fined for it by the league. I mean, that's an instant fine. I mean, it's, it's well, Frank. I want to know what you think about this. Is thirty five k enough for that? No. What's appropriate for for well, his uh, actions there? Talking on our chat, you know, a couple of days ago, I was saying that. The fines nowadays aren't reflective to the salaries anymore. They need to be, you know, a percentage. Oh, if, I see. If, so they're different for a minimum wage, they're different for the minimum contract guy that it is for, say, the maximum contract guy. Yeah, so it's going to hurt just as much, really. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, it might work out because if you're on not as much money, you don't want to risk it anyway, even if it's a lesser fine. Yeah. You're just in different circumstances than someone who's getting 20, 30, 40 million a year. Oh, you know, it should be relative. Yeah, fucking, you're right. He's on huge money. He's on the Supermax, like yeah. 35K. That's fucking nothing for him. Now, um, what's to stop him doing it again? Yeah. And, and. He was suspended for getting his 16th technical foul. That's not related. Is that the same game, though? Uh, didn't they take that back? They did. They rescinded it, but they didn't say why they rescinded it either. That's right, and it was rescinded. And then he was yeah. allowed to play the next game. Well, I but but they didn't even explain why, though. You know what I mean? Like, if it yeah, was exactly why. for bad language or whatever. Look, here's my problem with Doncic. For the probably the most talented player in the league, he has the fucking worst attitude in the league. Look how they treat a superstar differently because Doncic does the money sign, get the old rubbing the fingers together towards the referees. It's a, what was it, 35 grand fine 35. or whatever it was? Yeah. So I remember a few weeks back, Scotty Barnes said, contentious call. And he said that the referees were cheating and instantly got thrown out. I think he got a fine as well. Wasn't he Uh, suspended? I think he was suspended. I think he was suspended suspended for a a game or two. I'm not sure. I can't remember that. One or two games, yeah. Yeah. So why wasn't uh, Doncic ejected? You know what I mean? (laughs) Should have been. Should have been. I mean, if that's the rule, look, I disagree with getting Automatic actually technical. Scotty Barnes getting thrown out. I think that the referee, because he's a young player and, you know, probably a, a bit emotional and stuff, the fucking referee, the senior referee should have said, look, that's really offensive to us. If you say that we're crooked, I'm gonna just going to give you a word. If you do that again, I'm going to fucking throw your ass. I just want you to know that that's the line. You can't say that we're crooked. You talk about the influence that these NBA players potentially have on younger kids looking at the NBA. Why isn't he criticised as much for how he acts on the court towards referees? Because well, kids, I think that, that he is increasingly I- now. I think that, like in the mainstream media, they're starting to cover that more, especially on ESPN and stuff like that, about how much he whines mm-hmm. and complains and doesn't get back on defence because he's standing there. Exactly. <laughs> I heard. Um, you might like this, Frank. I heard, was it Michael Wilbon on ESPN say that if they're going to make Doncic uh, into the NBA logo, it would be him with his arms out, like shrugging, <laughs> like complaining to a referee. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, which is right. Because how often does he do that a game? He like, d- does it every play. Every like play. Time, yeah. Even if he, if he makes a shot, he misses a shot. The arms go up. A lot of players do it. And on top of, of that, the Mavericks are fucking shit. And they, yeah, I've got to retract everything I said about the Mavericks after they acquired Kyrie Irving because, yeah, I think they, I think it's complete shit. What? They, uh, yeah, they're fucking. They've lost a lot of defense. Are they going to make the play in? No, no, I don't think they will. I don't reckon they will either. Uh, but right off. I think uh, the, the uh, focus we looking at or pointing at fucking Jason Kidd scene. I think. Oh, well, he's a terrible oh, fucking well, coach. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, yeah. I think we've again we've said that before. Jason Kidd is not a good coach, but I think they're like four and twelve with uh, Kyrie with and Doncic playing. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's. I don't think that's working out. No, no, not at all. And I don't think that really would take a genius to to know that it was. It's one of the poorest decisions I've seen in a long time, especially from a guy. What's his name? The owner of the Mavericks, who's normally pretty McCluey. Yeah, like he has made some dumb decisions in the past few years and failed to put a team around supposed the best talent in the, the he's NBA. He's a bit of a fucking dickhead, though. I reckon um, Doncic should be – I reckon he's gone. I reckon he's walking after this season. He's gonna yeah. no, he's still three. got a couple of years left, I think, on his no, contract. It won't matter, well, dude. He'll ask for a trade and he'll say, I'm not playing for you, cunts. Yeah. Well, Frank, well, the well, either, yeah. either that or fucking uh, they'll sign and trade fucking Irving. He's a free agent at the end of the year, isn't he? He doesn't even have to sign. Yeah. He doesn't have he doesn't to sign have if to. he doesn't want to. Yeah, uh, Frank, as the Oracle, tell us what's what's going to happen in the uh, near and far future for the Mavericks, like end of this season and next season. What do you, how do you see them changing their roster? And didn't you what, already what project about this? Yeah, I said Oracle. they would. Uh, they'd, they'd win a ring in five years. That's what you said. Yeah. Hey, it could it could fucking they could still saying happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, it still could. It's still very much yeah could happen. I mean, all this stuff we're just speculating. But I think Irving definitely is gone. Like that didn't work out. They need to hold on to Doncic. Do but they haven't got any other? assets though. They haven't got any to, to build a team now. Because they need to build a team now. Yeah, they got no one really. They got no assets. They don't have much to give other teams. You're right. But I said uh, with with that whole trade. With that whole Irving trade, they uh, apparently, you know, they won't trade for a player that won't re-sign with them. And they just fucking did. Okay. So, so they're, they're, yeah, they're just assuming that they'll sway Irving enough to sign him. So as I said, that they might do a sign and trade. Who knows? Possible. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they might. They works some deal out where he agrees to be signed and traded. But then yeah, no, they they fucked up with um, not re-signing Brunson. He went to New York. Should have just splashed the cash. I mean, for a, I mean. Right, just build you know, the team properly. Yeah, just I mean, when you're in that position and you're that rich, look, fucking Kyrie spend Irving. the money or sell the team. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? Seriously, Cuban, come on, man. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Well, fucking who knows? Then they might fucking fire Jason Kidd and fucking sign the Doka. So, I, I mean, yeah, shoes a- can be freshly <laughs> rooted before the game. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's he's already been linked to fucking Houston and Toronto, and well, they don't, they're not looking dumb. for a new coach. The teams would be dumb not to look at Udoka. He's a great coach, in my view, yeah. I don't think his coaching is under question. It's just, will he try to fuck your wife and your shoes? Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> let's just end yeah. the opening tip there uh, and move on, shall we? NBL unrivaled. This is a world-class league. The NBL finals. 
The NBL finals have happened. What a series, man. Like, congrats to the Kings. Um, what a fantastic series, man. Just Xavier Cooks, MVP of the league, off to the Wizards now, signed by them, has already logged a few minutes, I believe. He scored his first points today. Got his first points today. There you go. Yeah. So that didn't distract them at all from getting it done in the final game. No, I mean, it was such an even series. Like it, it was went. such a, an arm wrestle that came down to the last five minutes. It did. So many good performances. I mean, that Angus Glover, talk about that. The guy was clearly – people were talking about Dermot Brereton. Yeah. I mean, he was clearly, <laughs> like, fucked up. Like, he was He's in a lot of pain. up straight. But once he saw the ball, he straightened up and shot it, and in it goes. That one dunk where he shot it and hit the side of the backboard and he grabbed it and then went in and dunked it. I was that like, holy it. shit, that's the play of the season. That's that's the best one of the best things I've ever seen on an NBL court, I reckon. Yeah. Hey, he's, re- he's resigned with Sydney too. Yeah. Dumb not to get him back on board. He was great for them. And, you know, his whole story of needing so much surgery to recover enough to be able to play in the NBL again and then to put a performance out like that in a in a deciding yeah. game of a final series in the final minutes of the final quarter. Man, I was yeah. just sitting there just gobsmacked, just going, what the fuck are we seeing here? This is awesome. Yeah, this is that was such a great series. And shout out to the Breakers as well who were – Fantastic. Absolutely. Like, and it was kind of hard it was, choosing an MVP for that series. Yeah, man. Difficult. That was, di- there's thought, so many good players that I, I thought rose if the up. Breakers, breakers won, Matt. It was definitely going to be Will McDowell White. Yeah. But being that they didn't win, do you think it went to the right guy, Walden Jr.? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. But was there so wasn't really. moments, though. Yeah, there wasn't really a dominant. Player throughout the whole series, there was Simon, I'm forgetting his Justin name. Simon? Yeah, Justin Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him in in was a game two when yeah. Cookson they won in New Zealand, or was it game three? I can't yes. remember. No, no, it was game two in New Zealand because they lost the first game to the yeah, Lakers. yeah. So Walton and Cooks were out, right? Yep. That was one of the most impressive wins I've seen in the history of NBL basketball. That was true gut check. Let's fucking you know. Grit this out. Yeah. Ultimate fucking gut check stuff. And he was great. Simon was absolutely fantastic. That'll go down in in our basketball law, that game, because they were that injured at that point in the series that they couldn't play guys, their main guys. Yeah. Other guys simply had to step up and get it done. And against a really tough home squad in the breakers who were one up in the series looking to take out the Kings there and then. Noy played great in that game as well. He did, yeah. He He's finishing at the basket just in crucial moments in the game. He was just yeah. able to get by his dude and get to the basket, and they really had nothing to to stop that and shot the ball pretty well from outside as well. My, my favourite thing about the whole series is that it was a defensive arm wrestle. Like it was that yeah. Each team played outstanding defence. What about the yeah. refs? Uh, give us give us your quick thoughts on the refs. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job. I thought I know I thought that they I, I don't have a problem with how the how it was refed at all. Neither do I, and that's and that's how you know they did a good job. You don't think about them. Yeah, they didn't factor in at all to any of the results. It was all decided by the guys on the court. It was all tough physical play, which the refs, from what I could tell, from my point of view, they were allowing only they were only allowing the legal contact. Yeah, players were moving legally, and there was contact. They were they were not trying to call anything. You know, it was contact going both ways. They try to yeah. let them these guys play like that as much as possible because that's how they like to play. They like yeah. the contact. They don't want every foul being called every time there's contact because 
No. Sometimes it's too hard to call, especially when guys are just banging into each other. No. Well, that's one of the great uh, attributes that this league has is their is physical defense. They allow it. And uh, it's interesting because I filled out a NBL survey that they sent me. They sent to like when you buy tickets and stuff to an NBL game, they send you, at the end of the season, they send you a survey. And one of the questions was, do you like the way that it's being refereed tightly? Would you like to see the game open up and not be so physical? And I said, fuck no. Right. <laughs> Fuck no, man. Like it's I don't want like to. It is. Yeah, I don't want the NBA. I want no. this to be international style yes. basketball. Yes, exactly. It should stand up with the yeah. other. Yeah, in, in I was, leagues. Man, I, I was fucking thoroughly impressed with the defense in that fucking series. It was right, fucking. It? it was just end to end fucking great defense. Like fuck, yeah. fucking made my blumpkins like fucking intensify <laughs> that much more. Like, I was fucking holding on for my Jesus dear life, man. Christ. Yeah, it's real big boy stuff in there, and I I enjoyed the hell out of it. I enjoyed, Man's I game. enjoyed the whole man shit going on here. This is a man thing. Man shit happened here. <laughs> Uh, for anyone that fucking that hasn't watched the NBL game yet, and I've got to say I, you know, hadn't hardly watched any at all, but I watched most of the fucking the final series. Despite my pleas to for you to watch it, because it was look, there were a lot of the whole season for me. I'm I'm really proud of what such the a great NBL season putting so, out there. You know, yeah. it's, it's got true parody, and the NBA wants to talk about parody all the time, and I'm just like, you guys don't know what parody is. Just because yeah. a bad team beats. You know, some top seed uh, in the conference that that day out of eighty-two, it means almost nothing if it happens in the first sixty games of the season. Yeah. So, don't talk about parody NBA because you fucking don't know what it is. The NBL has got parody in in coming out its ass. Yeah, and I think that now that we've you know, the season is finished, we can look back at the play-in tournament that they had and say that it was a success. That. Definitely, it, it it definitely was. It didn't a success. ruin anything. No, it didn't, it didn't ruin anything. No, it added it added like extra drama to it. It made teams that you know maybe would have just given up towards the end of the season start to play really hard again and and keep playing hard. And I, and and to your parody point before, like New Zealand was second last or last last season, right? Now. NBL they're in, finalists. They're in the NBL finals. You know what I mean. So that so a team can turn it around in a season in the NBL. You know what I mean. That it doesn't take bottoming out and rebuilding through you know That's through right. the draft and having six years of fucking trusting the process and all that stuff. You can fucking get results within a season. So <laughs> so the NBL exactly. for me is where it's at when it comes to basketball. I'm loving I'm loving what they're doing. And I quickly just before we started recording, I wrote down what the Boomers squad might look like. And, okay. and 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 yeah. quality basketball for uh, basketball players that join the Boomers, it all starts in having a really strong national league. I believe uh, that's what I reckon. Yep. Like that way, you get development of young players. They're identified earlier, and they you know get it get into the NBL one. They get into development uh, positions in NBL teams. They get identified. They go play in Europe. They go play for the NBA academy and all this sort of stuff. So I, I just wrote down really quickly what the NBL, what I think the, the the Boomers squad should look like for the next world championship. All right, and it's, with your with your squad. Yeah, it's McDowell White, Giddy, Josh Green, Dyson Daniels, Jock Landau, Jack White, Duop Reith, Xavier Cooks, Matisse Thibault, Keanu Pinder, and Dante Exum. And there's Mitch Creek and Brock Motum. Right. Uh, and, I did, and I even forgot Solid. Paddy Mills. I forgot, like, Paddy Mills. Yeah. Where's so, Paddy? He's not there? No, well, I didn't have him in this list, but he probably should be just for because we need yeah. maybe a little bit of veteran leadership. Definitely. Um, so no Ingles? Did you say? Uh, yeah, you know. 
I don't know. No, I don't. I think Ingles and uh, Delhi. They're yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think Delhi would get in. Delhi definitely. I agree with. I think he's he's well past well, his prime. I saw him play for a few minutes the other it's day like when the Sacramento. Sacramento game was on, and he looked pretty. He looked r- real lively. I have to say. Look, he's it, look. He's still in the NBA, uh, and he's got yeah. access to all that, all those resources. I'm sure he's keeping himself as fit as possible. And leadership, like I think, you can only have one sort of veteran leadership sort of role. I think, I think you it's need probably all Mills. The vets there, nah, you don't need yeah. them all there. You're right. I think yeah. Mills is is the right guy to have there for sure. Maybe yeah, and I like Ingles, Ingles a lot well, too. But, but yeah, you you're right. You, you go with a bit of bit. I don't because I, I, like, I think Giddy is a good leader, man. I think he, he yeah. leads the team well too. So Miguel White backs him up at point guard, but I think that Xavier Cooks is the new Ingles. Yeah, right. Like, so I would, uh, yeah. I mean, it's if he got in, I would not be angry. But I think the next crop coming through, and especially our def- uh, perimeter defenders like Josh Green, Dyson Daniels, Dante Exum, and Matisse Thybul, like that is some serious defensive power. Yeah, uh, on the and on we the like perimeter, to play a, a defensive style game in in the Olympic uh, FIBA comps. Yeah, they, yeah. They, and, uh, they like Exum- to lock other teams down if they can. Exum is actually playing fairly. He's playing well in Europe at two at the moment. Yeah, Exum is fucking killing it overseas, and also Keanu Pinder is playing in Spain at the moment. That's right. And I saw that he killing scored it. was it twenty one point seventeen rebounds against Barcelona the other day. So that's powerhouse. I would, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Pinder stays overseas, and I think that would be good for for him. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think you see him in the NBL next year. Well, unless you. the Perth Wildcats throw the bank at him. <laughs> Yeah. Which is rumoured to be what's happening. They'll, that right. they will, yeah. Because he won't be back at whatever happens, he will not be back. Breaking at, news on the at, podcast. Well, a, a lot of people have, have already basically said that that's, you know, they can't afford him. Like his contract's up and the Taipans can't afford what he's worth now. So he's either going to go to Perth, who has got a lot of money, or he'll go overseas. Yeah. I think he's going to be overseas for sure. And that's where, uh, that's where just the a money quick- is. Quick update on Giddy. He had a career high today, thirty-one points. Fuck! The hey. guy I'm playing in the in the in the championship final of fantasy basketball has got Giddy on his squad. He uh, well, he nearly got triple double. You, you got Oracle. He got he got thirty-one, ten, and nine. <laughs> and he shot Fuck. he shot Giddy fourteen, really fourteen to twenty-two steals blocks as well. Uh, let me have a quick look. But yeah, he shot sixty-three percent from the field. Jesus Christ, he is having an incredible season, man. We Great season. Fucking, we haven't even fucking talked about it, but Josh Giddy is absolutely slaying the NBA this year. I think one of the slaying most impressive it. things about him is that he seems to be unflappable. Like, you can't speed him up. Like, he doesn't ever seem out of control. I mean, he's passing. It's just, just threading the needle. He could always do that. I think he started yeah. off as an elite passer, and now and that, that, that shot is looking solid. Yeah, and he, I think his defense, he's like his lateral movement is also better as well. So he's good. He's so good. Yeah. Know? So yeah, fucking Josh Giddy, absolutely killing it. OKC, where are they sitting at the moment? They're going to make a play in. They are. I think just, they're out. That, at no, the they're, they're just no, they're too far down, aren't they? They haven't won enough games. Yeah. Is it them and the Lakers are, are fighting for that final spot, aren't they? Yeah, might, they might. Yeah, they might be. Dallas is out. OKC is at number ten at the moment. There's ten, so they're still in. They, they can still be involved. They're still involved, yeah. Yeah, they're still there. <laughs> Go OKC. Okay, Go the Thunder. 
But just uh, to underline it, the fucking next Boomer squad for the championships, which is later this year, is looking fucking pretty fucking good. Pretty strong. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. And I, and I just want to say about the NBL is it's fucking good, brother. It's fucking good. <laughs> the defense is fucking good. As good as the kebabs? <laughs> Not as good as – oh, hardcore. Oh, hard call. Yeah, kebabs are just pretty good. good. <laughs> uh, but just, to, just to put a pin in the NBL finals talk that we are talking about before, yeah. uh, it came down to the last five minutes, basically, it did. of game, it was of game right five. Down. That's how close it was. You couldn't really separate yeah. them until the final moments of the final game. And I reckon, I don't know, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course, but the fact that they took McDowell White out and had uh, Barry Brown at the point, uh, which which they've done all the time, like he closes the game, like yep. throughout the season and throughout the playoffs here, they've always done that. I just thought I would have loved to have seen McDowell White I think uh, just in that. Throw, throw him out there at the end, don't you? You just throw yeah. them both out there. I mean, he was killing it. Like he was finding open right. players. Shit, I would have put him in, but uh, they didn't. had both in, I think, at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. You have him on a wing because McDowell White is fucking using that screen so well. He get he's either fucking they either come up so on him well. and he gets a you know and he passes it to an open shooter or they don't come up to him and he just hits a floater. So that's right. He's got a solid game from that point guard position. He's he is super good. I I can't super wait to good. See, yeah. Uh, what what he how he progresses. You know. Wouldn't be surprised if he goes overseas as well. But I'd love to see good him day. at the Phoenix. I was like every time he touched the ball, I was oh, like, fuck, fuck, I wish he played for the Phoenix. <laughs> Hundred percent. If yeah, I'd be very excited about that if they could somehow land him, which I don't think they can. No, I think they're too much money. Probably, I think. I don't the, think yeah, not at this point. Not if they're keep holding on to Mitch. All right, final segment. The Oracle asks now. Frank, I'm just going to throw this over to you. Can you explain to us all what the fuck this is about, please? Yeah, uh, well, you know, we've asked a lot to discuss. No, I don't of... know. That's why I'm asking. Well, just <laughs> fucking shut up. Anyway, look, look, you know, we all like to have discussions about fucking different eras and different players and fucking whatnot. And, and it got me thinking about a question I haven't heard anyone ask. Well, yeah. not that I can recall of anyone. Anyway. No, I just want to get, the, you know, the thoughts from you guys. Well, so, you know, just, but just before you do, I, I just want to interject to you that I thought you were going to pay out on us a bit more because we're always asking you stuff and you created this segment so that you could you could ask us. Well, it's... You're it's, sick of it, being asked the questions all the time. It, so you want to ask questions instead. There's no wrong or right with this question, so it's just on your opinion and what you think. All right. All right. Um, ask away, yeah. Oracle. So, you know, it got me thinking about the, the All-Star game that was this year and you had the, you had the captains and you got to pick which players you, right, know, you, whole, you wanted to have on your team. Uh, like, it, like it's the playground shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like, uh, you know, back in the 90s where, you know, we when we were fucking living and breathing and shitting and blumkinging every day about NBA, mm-hmm. if that happened in the 90s, so if you were a captain, now... The captain next to you got the first pick and would have picked Jordan. So you could pick any player from the 1990s. Who would you pick? Oh, for your squad. For your squad. So you're basically yeah. saying who was who was the second best player in the 90s? It, well, it would actually depend on yeah. If 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 the if you had the if you selected second. Like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. One. 
you're you're selecting second. Who would you pick? Who's your first pick? Yeah, Elijah one. Oh, you, yeah, you're going Elijah one. My first instinct was just to say someone stupid, like Dennis Rodman or something. But um, he didn't think, make the All Star team. I think I would honestly. Huh? He didn't make any All Star games. In he the made 90s. zero All Star games. Really? He didn't make one. I don't think he did. You might be right. I don't know if he ever did make one. Well, that's crazy. I, I just assumed that he had made at least one. Well, yeah, not necessarily. He was never a fucking offensive player. It was all about defense. It wasn't often those guys. You, you know, you wouldn't. You'd be able to count on one hand how many people were selected based on any type of defense for an All Star game. Matumbo. Uh, so not Dennis Rodman. Um, no, nah, honestly, um, from the nineties. Wait, you're on a blank cunt. What's the, what's the, what's the it's, problem? It's too hard to decide how many players. Probably, you know, I just want. I think I want Tim Duncan. That yeah, would, that he, would. He, that would have been like yeah. That would have been late nineties. I guess 90s, it would be ninety nine. Did he come in? He was drafted ninety nine. I think. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's borderline. Um, let's go back a bit further. You probably uh, go- Charles Barkley or Clyde Drexler. Is probably, yeah. Oh, you know, you wouldn't go Gary Payton first pick though, even though you know that's the perfect antithesis to Jordan. But there's Bird Magic, Magic. Yeah, you probably have to say Magic. I, you know, if I was Ewing Robinson, yeah, I would probably have to say Magic. Yeah, because he was my favorite player first. I think he was the first guy, and then it was Sean Kemp after that, pretty much. I was never yeah. a big Jordan fan. There's a lot. Of, there's, a, there's certainly a lot of, yeah, of really fucking name, good players that you could have chose. Yeah, all the names just start racing through your head, and you're just like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. Oh, he was good. Oh, what about him? Iverson was 2000s, right? He was. Is he 99 draft as well? I think was he? Okay, yeah. So he Iverson would be a good pick. Qualifies. Yeah, I thought of Iverson, but then I thought the same. Like it's too late in the 90s to pick him, but he's still. He came in the, you know, he he started 99. He was drafted then. McGrady, T90s? Was he early? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, McGrady. Late, late, early 90s, I think. Shaquille. Shaq? Yeah, Yeah, Shaq. Fuck. Yeah. What about about Reggie Miller? Reggie. Not your first pick, though. Not the first pick, but. Not dominant enough, I don't think. Yeah. Bit one dimensional for your first pick. A few down. Like you want to get your. Yeah, maybe he's third or fourth. You're picking him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Xavier McDaniel, the X Man. I found it curious. I don't know. I mean, do you remember the when he played for the Knicks? He played for the Sonics for a while, and he he, he was pretty good. And then he played for the Knicks. Uh, yeah, Pat Xavier Riley. McDaniel. Yeah, yeah. And they had those real couple of seasons there where they played the Bulls in the playoffs, and McDaniel was really getting into fucking Pippen and Jordan. Yeah. They're not just not taking a backward step. And I was like, fuck, this guy, man, is fucking tough. Tough. He's fearless. Yeah. Tough count. Yeah. And then after that, he left and he, I don't know. What happened to him? Yeah. And then he kind of just sort of turned into like a, a sort of a jump shooter, like a, a not, and didn't really play physical at all after he left New York. And I was kind of like, man, that's, that's weird. It's, it's, it's just yeah, it's weird, weird how. It changed his game style based on what team he was playing. Well, Pat Riley, he just wasn't coached. Like, it was just like Pat Riley was the coach who got the most out of him. Well, he probably said to him, yeah, go out there and beat him up. 
yeah, need you to go out there and be an enforcer. That's what we need you to do. Yeah. Well, Xavier only played one season for New York, and then he uh, played three seasons with Boston, and then Brooklyn. Boston. Can't even remember. Yeah, anything. that's right. He did too. And I just remember that Boston. Well, Boston wasn't great. He only played one season with New York. I yeah. think he played more than that too for the Knicks. But fuck, what a season! What what, what a fucking season! <laughs> what a season, man! <laughs> they got him purely to go, go in there and beat up on Pippen and Jordan. Yeah, and, and what a great like I remember that playoff series really fondly. That uh, New York Classic. Chicago playoff series, man, that was awesome. John Starks. Yeah, that was that was great stuff. Really physical NBL type basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that's fucking spot on. Fucking spot on. All right, I think we answered you. What about you, Frank? Who are you picking first? No, fuck. You got any different names? <laughs> Bet you don't. What do you mean? Oh, fuck! You haven't got an answer for your own question. Yeah, where's your where's your answer? Well, I, I mean, if Japan I could. Comcac. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it's Abdul Nabi from Boston. Kiki Vanderway? Chris Dudley. Uh, Sean Bradley. Yeah, you know, if I couldn't pick uh, Hakeem, I probably would have picked maybe J- David Rob- Rob- David Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that's Robinson. good. Yeah. yeah, the Admiral. The Admirable. It's yeah. a good as pick. As used to say, the Admirable. Miss- <laughs> Mr. Quadruple Double. Mr. Yeah, quadruple Double. Mr. 70 points to take the scoring title, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that guy was good. David Robinson. Fucking how clean cut was he too? Drafted out of the Navy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Military man. Flat how, top. How the, I mean can you know a seven foot guy be on a fucking like on a navy boat or a submarine? Like he'd be hitting <laughs> his head all the time. That's true. Yeah. At least he didn't go for the Air Force, you know. Tried to tuck himself into a little jet fighter. Yeah, that, yeah. Been all squished up against the glass, you know. Although every time I do, it's impossible to think about David Robinson without thinking of how he got smoked by Hakeem in the was in it the ninety seven? Was it ninety seven? Playoffs. 98? Yeah, the playoffs where he just fucking absolutely he just went fucking ham. He went ape shit and fucking Elijah uh, sm- yeah, Elijah one just smoked everyone. It was fucking just faking everyone out of their shoes. I mean, best great player ever. Best footwork ever, Hakeem Elijah one. Yeah, you would just show that dude to any any young kid that wants to play in the post and go, that's footwork. Yeah, I mean, sadly, that's how you be good? Not many post players. No, no, lost art. It yep. is a bit of a lost art, but you know what? You still see it a lot in junior basketball because you have a lot of size difference between yeah. kids in some leagues. So some big kids are just <laughs> they're just backing down all day. It's great. I just go, oh, there's the Shaq. In this game, backing them down. Yeah, there's Sandringham Shack. <laughs> yeah, Shack plays for the Sandringham uh, uh, Snakes now. In the under twelves. Yeah, shit free, free throws as well. Yeah, he's about as good a free throw shooter as Shack was too. Hits about thirty six percent. Yeah. All right, I reckon that'll just about do it. Nice tight one, guys, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If you say so. <laughs> go go with it. Go with it. Ah, fuck yep. yes. That's been the that's been the garbage time basketball podcast again. I tried to drag it into the gutter. They wouldn't let me. What do you mean? I'm fucking talking about bumpkins all the time. Yeah, we're all used to that though. Well, I'll have that's to just... come up with something new then, won't I? Yeah, you'll just have to get even more depraved and disgusting. All right. 
<laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge Princess, accepted, yeah. yeah. No problemo. All right, cool. No worries. Garbage Time Podcast, that's uh, that's the episode. We're doing things on social media. Uh, it keeps sticking over even though, you know, even when I'm not there. I just go and look at it and it's it's things have happened on it. People, yeah. have, weird people have made weird comments and I'm just like, huh? It's fun though. Probably um, people it? from, who don't speak English as their first language probably, right? If you're getting yeah, stuff that doesn't make well, any there's sense. there's a few. It must be, you know, Spain or one of those uh, countries over that side of the world. Yeah, sometimes it's that. Yeah. Who cares? It's in, All engagement is good engagement, Matt. True. GT Basketball Pod on Instagram and Facebook, I think. Garbage Time Podcast. Garbage um, Time Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Yep. Uh, and, uh, fucking TikTok, even though that's getting banned everywhere. Fucking, what's the TikTok? <laughs> it's it's uh, G Time Basketball Podcast, all one G-time. word. G Time Basketball Podcast on TikTok, and yeah, we're we're on all the podcast platforms. Wherever you yep. listen to podcasts, go and listen to us. Apple Music, all of that, Spotify, GT Basketball Pod on Grinder, on Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Frank's there dem- demonstrating uh, how to how to receive a blunkin. I don't believe he's demonstrating how to perform one. Though. Is that right, Frank? That's correct. <laughs> All right, so yeah, no, we're gonna. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm ramping this shit up, boys. It's the playoffs are coming for the NBA. All sorts of shenanigans. So, I think and NBL free agency is about to start too. I think that's yeah. starting too. So that's that's yeah. We'll definitely track that a little bit because uh, very interesting as well. What happens in the NBL off season in regard to yeah the teams next season? It often changes quite a bit in the off season. Yeah, it certainly does. And there's quite a few big free agents. So, interesting to see what happens. We'll be commenting on it on the podcast here. We'll be back uh, as soon as we can uh, when life doesn't get in the way. We're branching out. Yeah, I can't. Uh, wrap it up. Let's go. That's it. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> see you later, everyone. <laughs>